Welcome back, everyone, to 1001 Ghost, Chiller, and Lovecraft Stories. And now, two true chiller stories from Deep Night, The Intercoms, and Pig and Pepper. Enjoy. Here are the next voices you'll hear in Deep Night. Someone's at the door. They really need to get in. It's an easy thing to just buzz your visitors up. Unless, of course, they've been dead for a very long time. Where do you want this watercolor? Oh, very original. A little punt bobbing on the bay. I can almost smell the salt water. Don't go making fun. Reminds me of home. Put it over the intercom. The intercom? Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. What do you think? It doesn't quite cover it. Let's put a bunch of smaller ones around it. Make a grouping. Go for it. How about this one goes here? This one goes there? The intercom blends right in. See, the silver matches the silver in the frames. Yes, my dear, that's right nice. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Jeepers, scared the living daylights out of me. Yeah, but what was that? The intercom? But the super said it doesn't work. Try it. Nothing. Maybe you hit something, a wire or something. (laughs) Oh, God, lucky I didn't electrocute myself or burn the building down. (laughs) Maybe Tim could come to our rescue. I could just see him in a superhero outfit. The cane. (laughs) (laughs) And those tights. Oh, God, nine o'clock already. I've got to go. Early breakfast meeting tomorrow. So you're all right here on your own? Yes, I'm so tired. I'll be asleep before my head hits a pillow. Thanks, Jen, for everything.
Positively Dickensian. Dirty carpets and peeling wallpaper. And the rent? You'd get a palace for that price in St. John's. Mmm. That's good. Rents are higher here in Toronto, Chloe. You knew that. Why don't you wait and look for a place after your concert? Thanks, Jim, but I feel like I've been living out of a suitcase forever. I need to get settled. You sure you want to stay in Toronto? Are you kidding? I'd live anywhere to play with the Wellington Quartet. Besides, there's nothing for me in St. John's. No? How about Rex? He's there. I told you, it's over. Are you sure you can't patch things up? You seem so perfect together. Oh, the perfect couple. There's no such thing. When you and Rex first got together back in university, we were all green with envy. Rex was so glamorous. Professor at the School of Music. Cellist with the NSO. Oh, and that little red sports car. Things aren't always what they seem. He worshipped you. Look, Jen, you don't know what he's really like. You only see what he wants you to see, just like I did. He was so supportive of your playing. Sure, when I was his protege. Then when I started to get some attention, the put-down started. About my performance. We receive offer number 442. A book that will bring personal blessing to you. A Christian secret of a happy life. The teaching of this book is... Right? When the audition came up for the quartet, I didn't even tell him. I knew he'd put me down. Ruined my confidence. Oh, he was some mad when I got it. Because I went behind his back, he said. That's when I knew it was over. Sometimes it was almost like he hated me. There is a boundary that marks the scene from the invisible. A veil separating the well-lit world of the familiar from another place, less easily known. We hear voices where none exist, and those who seek to find us through their cries fall away behind us. We ignore these voices in the night, 
at our peril as we become ever more hopelessly lost in the darkness and the deep night. Tonight, The Intercom, by Gail Collins. Chloe, you should have said something. Are you okay? Really? Don't worry. You won't have to pick up the pieces this time. I'm just trying to help. I'm sorry, Jan. You've always been there for me. But I'm a grown woman now. Not some girl who turns into a basket case. I can handle this. I left Rex. It was my decision. Good for you. It's his loss anyway. Here's to you, Chloe Marshall, cellist with the prestigious Wellington Quartet. I bet Rex is the one green with envy now. Cheers. Cheers. That's much better. We'll work on the finale tomorrow. Chloe, nice bow work. Very expressive. The nocturne can be very intimidating for a cellist. The cello line is so exposed. But you're handling it beautifully. Thanks, Tim. You're too kind. You're too modest. So how's the apartment hunting? Uh, hopeless. I'll be sleeping on Jen's couch forever. Unless I win the lotto. I don't know if you'd be interested, but a vacancy just came up in my building. It's a low-rise, an old Art Deco-style place. Great neighborhood. Sounds pricey. It's just a bachelor, but the rent's decent. Sounds great. Why don't I set up an appointment with the super? Put in a good word. Thanks, Tim. My pleasure. Oh, and don't worry, I won't be dropping in all the time. Unless invited. So, you're a friend of Tim's? We're in the same quartet. <gasps> this is beautiful. All this light. Got a lot of calls. I'll show you around, but I can't promise anything. Love the hardwood floors. I like to keep things in good shape. Good shape? This is exquisite. Oh, the dumps I've seen. What's that? Just the wind whistling in the fireplace. Oh, it's kind of spooky, but... The fireplace is gorgeous. That's real Italian marble. Put in when they built the place. Is this the intercom? Doesn't work anymore. Anyone buzzes from the lobby, call comes through on the phone. You press nine to let him in. Your accent, you from down east? From Newfoundland. My mother was from Newfoundland. Never been there myself. She never took you? Nah, she died when I was five. My dad, well, he's not from there. Well, you have to go. Meet your relatives. Maybe someday. You miss it? I like it here, but it's not home yet. Took me a while to get used to it, too. Moved here from Wawa. Kitchen's small, but there's room for a table and chairs. Ooh, something's gone bad in there. Sorry about that. Last tenant left in a hurry. Said she was moving to Vancouver. I'll get this cleared out. If you want the place, you'd better let me know now before someone else grabs it. I'll take it. Let's just get it through the door. Hold on. I'll give you a hand, Chloe. Where do you want it? Over there, by the window. 
Uh, here? Oh, that's good. Okay, set it down. Oh, thanks, Tim. God, sofa beds are heavy. You should have asked me to help. I'm Tim, by the way. Jen, you're in the quartet, aren't you? First violin? I've heard you perform. Hope it was on a good night. Are you a musician, too? Not really. I've dabbled, but I don't have Chloe's talent. So, Tim, you live in this building? A bachelor? Me or the apartment. I meant the apartment, but... I've got a two-bedroom. But me, I'm a bachelor. Can I get you a glass of wine? No, thanks. I'm on my way out. Nice meeting you, Jen. See you later, Chloe. My, my, my. You didn't say he was gorgeous. Think so? He's just a colleague. A single colleague who told you about an apartment in his building. You're reading way too much into this. I think he likes you. That innocent look gets them every time. Jen, give up your foolishness. Let's get these boxes unpacked. Is this picture straight? Up on the left. That's it. Where do you want this watercolor? Oh, very original. A little punt bobbing on the bay. I can almost smell the salt water. Don't go making fun. Reminds me of home. Put it over the intercom. The intercom? Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. What do you think? It doesn't quite cover it. Let's put a bunch of smaller ones around it. Make a grouping. Go for it. How about this one goes here? This one goes there? The intercom blends right in. See, the silver matches the silver in the frames. Yes, my dear, that's right nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Jeepers, scared the living daylights out of me. Yeah, but what was that? The intercom? But the super said it doesn't work. Try it. Nothing. Maybe you hit something, a wire or something. <laughs> oh, God, lucky I didn't electrocute myself. Or burn the building down. <laughs> Maybe Tim could come to our rescue. I could just see him in a superhero outfit. The cane. <laughs> <laughs> and those tights. Oh, God. Nine o'clock already. I've got to go. Early breakfast meeting tomorrow. So you're all right here on your own? Yes, I am so tired. I'll be asleep before my head hits a pillow. Thanks, Jen, for everything. Check the lobby, ma'am. Back of the building, nothing. You said you heard it on the intercom. Yes. She was screaming and screaming. Scared me half to death. Can't be the intercom. We disconnected them all years ago. Maybe you heard kids goofing around outside. Mm, or domestic disturbance. Or neighbor's TV. It sounded so real. Sorry, officer, for wasting your time. No problem, ma'am. Good night. 
Sorry, Fraser. I feel right silly now. First night. New place. Noises seem strange, Chloe. Takes getting used to. I could hang around. Well, for a few minutes, anyway. No, I'm all right. Sorry for waking you. It's all part of the job. Sarah! My God! Hello? Oh, I thought it was Sarah. She used to live here. There are my manners. I am Mrs. Schmidt, and this little Liebchen is Ulrich. I'm Chloe. I just moved in. Down, Ulrich. Oh, that's okay. Nice, Ulrich. The super mentioned Sarah. She moved to Vancouver? Nein, that was not Sarah. That was a timid young one. A mouse. She was afraid even of Ulrich. <laughs> afraid of my Liebchen. Sarah loved Ulrich, didn't she? We miss Sarah, don't we, Liebling? She took us for walks, and she sang for us. She had the voice of an angel. De stimmer de engel. Mrs. Schmidt, did you hear anything strange last night? I take my hearing aid out at night. The apartment has been rented very quickly. My friend Mrs. Klein was interested, but no matter. You are here now. You are a musician, I see. Yes, I'm a cellist. You must visit. Have some cafe und linzertort. Morning. Eric, you must make friends with Tim. I don't think that's going to happen, Mrs. Schmidt. Chloe, need a lift? Yes, thanks. Nice meeting you, Mrs. Schmidt. Ulrich? Well, Ulrich, I wonder how long this one will last. Can we try that again? What's wrong, Chloe? Well, you know, we're basically in good shape here. Why don't we take the afternoon off? Great idea. See you tomorrow. Right. Same time. Chloe, want to lift home? We could grab a coffee on the way. And two coffees. Enjoy. Nice to see you guys again. I think he's confused me with someone else. Happened this morning, too. Mrs. Schmidt called me Sarah. Sarah? There was a Sarah in that apartment. Do I look like her? Maybe. The red hair. But you're much more beautiful. Oh. Tim, did you hear anything strange last night? Like what? I thought I heard screaming. No. I'm a sound sleeper. There's a frat house down the street. The guys act up now and then. That's probably it. So you didn't get much sleep. That explains why you weren't up to your usual high standards today. I'm sorry. We all have off days. I thought maybe you and your friends stayed up late, drinking wine, talking about old times. Good guess, but Jen left early. She seems very vibrant. <laughs> that she is. We studied music together in Newfoundland. She wanted to be a concert soloist. She was very good but not the best. So she quit. She's an investment banker now. She's a good friend. We've been through a lot together. I saw someone else from Newfoundland. Rex Evans, last week at a seminar. I guess you know he's my ex. The music world's pretty small. I knew you were a couple. Wasn't sure if you were still together. We're not. I didn't even know he was in town. Bad breakup? I left him. 
I thought he'd be relieved. We weren't really happy. But he took it harder than I expected. And you? Any significant others? Not at the moment. I should take you home. What about dinner later on? I'm pretty tired. I think I'll just order in and get some rest. Maybe another time, no? Peter. Thanks. How much? Sarah? You're back. I'm not Sarah. Oh, oh, that's 1845. Here, keep the change. Sorry, lady. I freaked out. But there's like all this suspense, like what happened to her? Is she dead or what? Then you turn up like a ghost. What do you mean? Sarah. She vanished. Poof, like smoke. She's nowhere. Cops were crawling all over this place. They even questioned me. All I could tell them was, she ordered Hawaiian extra cheese. What happened to her? No one knows. They should put it on that show, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I'd be all over that. Not again. I don't know who you are or what you're up to, but I don't find this funny. No. For God's sake. This is sick. Please. Stop Help it. me. Just shut up. Chloe, what's up? You look terrible. Gee, thanks. I haven't been sleeping. You having second thoughts about staying? It's the intercom. There's this voice crying for help. I thought the intercom was disconnected. It's supposed to be. The first time it happened, I called the police. I thought it was someone in trouble in the lobby. But there was no one there. Sure you're not just imagining it? Waking up from a nightmare? You're under a lot of stress. Oh, it's all in my head. Is that it? No, but you've got an active imagination. Remember when you saw a ghost outside our dorm window and it turned out to be a plastic bag caught in a tree? This is different. A woman who lived there before disappeared. Where'd you hear that? From the pizza guy. <laughs> the pizza guy. Really? She probably skipped town without tipping him. Let's look at this logically. There's no such thing as ghosts. So maybe someone's playing a sick, twisted joke. Or maybe that's how they get their kicks. Or maybe someone's trying to scare you out of the apartment. You have two choices. Leave or deal with it. I'd get the super to check it out. See, it's disconnected. The wires don't go nowhere. Could someone transmit a signal somehow? Don't think so. Can't you just rip it out of the wall? I've got to get some sleep. It'd leave a big hole. Have to get painters and plasters in. Have to clear it with management. And what can you tell them? Some neurotic woman hears voices. Maybe you're having night terrors. I used to have them when I was a kid. They seem real, but they're just bad dreams. Fraser... What happened to Sarah? Sarah? She left a while back. Why? Someone said she disappeared. Funny how rumors start. She had some kind of fight with her parents. Didn't give them her new address. Didn't give me a forwarding address either. She left lots of stuff behind, but her suitcases were gone and so was she. Oh. I'll put in a requisition on the intercom. Might take a few days. Heard you practicing. When's your concert? Tonight. It's my first performance with the quartet.
thanks for bringing me home. It was a brilliant evening. You were brilliant. <laughs> Tim, that's not what I meant. You're a very talented musician, Chloe. And a beautiful woman. Funny, you seem so familiar, like I've known you forever. Do you want to come in? Oh, it's your phone. You better get it. Might be the critics. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Good night. Thanks, Tim. Hello? Congratulations. Quite a debut. A standing ovation, no less. Thanks. Where were you? You missed the party. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Tim walked me home, and he kissed me. What happened? Then you called. Thanks a lot. But I don't know if it's such a good idea, me and Tim. Why not? He's a musician, handsome, intelligent. He's perfect. Too perfect. That's a good complaint. You sound more relaxed anyway. How's the intercom? Definitely disconnected. Maybe I was imagining things. Could have been nerves. Performance jitters. Rex said you, you always... You spoke to Rex? Chloe, don't get upset. I ran into him at the concert. He still cares about you. He knows he was a jerk. You didn't give him my number. No, he said... I don't care what he said. I thought you were my friend. I am. But he and I go back a long ways, too. And he's friggin' charming. He's all yours if you want him. Chloe... I'm in no mood for this tonight, so shut up. Just shut the hell up. You're driving me crazy. What do you want from me? She's like the swallow that flies so high. She's like the river that never Who is this? runs dry. She's like the sunshine. What do you want? Morning, Chloe. Mrs. Smith, you said Sarah had the voice of an angel. I read nine. A beautiful voice, yes. I'm sorry, it's early. I, I should have waited. Living in her apartment, you're feeling a connection? Yes. No, maybe. I don't know. She was a waitress to pay the bills, but singing was her passion. She had such hopes, such dreams. What happened to her? Perhaps it is her parents you should speak to. Jen? Chloe, I'm glad you called. About Rex. Forget Rex. I just spoke to Sarah's parents. Who's Sarah? I told you about her. She disappeared. Her parents hired a private investigator. There's no trace. And just before she disappeared, she broke up with her boyfriend, Tim. You're Tim? He's been lying to me. Technically, he's just admitted a few facts. Same thing. 
I think it's her voice. She's trying to warn me. Chloe, you're jumping to conclusions. The breakup was one of her reasons for moving. Sarah was singing, She's Like the Swallow. That's about betrayal in love. How can I stay with the quartet now? Don't make any rash decisions. It seems suspicious, but maybe Tim had a reason for keeping quiet. You should at least hear his side of the story. Maybe you're right. I should talk to him. If you're spooked, come stay with me. Look for a new place. Maybe I'm overreacting. It's a great place. If I could just get some sleep, I could think more clearly. What do you want to do? I'll stay here. Face this. If I leave, I'll never get the nerve to come back. Hi. <gasps> Tim. Sorry, didn't mean to scare you. I didn't hear you, the washer. You rushed out of rehearsal today. You're not avoiding me, are you? No, I was in a hurry. Is it the kiss? Because that was just a spontaneous thing. No. I've got to go. Chloe, wait. What's wrong? Why didn't you tell me about Sarah? Because I knew this would happen. Things would get weird. I like you, Chloe. I wanted to start with a clean slate. Then why tell me about the apartment? Maybe it was a bad idea. But you really wanted a place of your own. It's a great apartment. It's practically a crime scene. Your ex disappeared there. There was no crime. And we'd already broken up when she left. I wanted to settle down. She wasn't ready. So where is she? The last time I saw her, she was talking about ecotourism in Guatemala or singing on a cruise ship. She was like that, impulsive. She said she wanted to be free. She left all her stuff. She didn't care about material things. She took her suitcases and her knapsack. I think she'll just turn up one day wondering what the fuss is all about. But her parents said... She didn't get along with her parents. If this is true, you could have told me. I didn't tell you because I didn't want you looking at me like that. Everyone suspects the boyfriend. The police grilled me for hours. When Sarah left, she really dumped me in it. Sometimes I think she did it on purpose. I don't know what to believe. I'm telling the truth. Move, please. I want to get out. I care about you, Chloe. I really do. And you fit in so well with the quartet. Don't let this mess things up. Tim, let me through. You don't believe me, do you? Everything all right in here? Fine. Just fine. We'll talk later, Chloe. I heard yelling. Was he bugging you? We were talking about Sarah. I don't like to badmouth people, but... What? I used to hear them fighting. And Sarah's suitcases, he could have taken them. He had a key. Oh, God. This is too bizarre. I'm going to move out. No, Tim should go. Leave it to me. I'll take care of it. Take anymore. Oh. Sarah, what are you trying to tell me? Let go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Oh. Please. Damn. Hello. Jen. What's wrong? Sarah was singing. Then she was strangled. I think it was here, in this apartment. I think it was Tim. Chloe, calm down. Listen. I don't know what the hell's going on, but you should get out of there. I'll come get you. It'll take too long. I'll call a cab. Tim, he cornered me in the laundry room. He could be there in the hallway. Get the driver to come to the door. 
I don't know what this is, some horrible prank or a voice from beyond or what. But I'm sorry I didn't take you seriously. I thought it was just nerves. If anything happened to you, I'd never forgive myself. Now call that cab. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Great. Just great. It's dead. Oh, Lord. First the phone, now the lights. Where's that flashlight? Oh, it's black as pitch. Are you okay? Can I come in? I've got candles. There's no way in hell you're getting in here. Chloe, this is silly. Just hear me out. I know you murdered Sarah. What? Let me in. I've got to explain. Get away from here, Tim. Tim, get away from that door. Fraser, this is none of your business. You're causing a disturbance. Tim, go away. Chloe, you've got all this wrong. I'll be back later. Chloe, it's Fraser. Fraser, thank God. It's okay, he's gone. The lights? The electrician will be here soon. And the phone's dead. Phone guy's on his way, too. I told Tim he had to move. Doesn't matter. I'm leaving anyway. I thought you liked it here. It's like living in a nightmare. I didn't know you felt that way. Is there anything I can do? No. My mind's made up. I'm leaving. You know, I've never heard you play. Not properly. Could you play something for me? What, now? There's this old song my mother loved. It's called She's Like the Swallow. She's Like the Swallow. That's the song that... Can you play it? Not now. The taxi's probably downstairs. You didn't call. The phone's dead. My friend, she's waiting for me. You know, don't you? I was afraid you'd figure it out. Always asking about Sarah. You're just like her. You even look like her. She acted all friendly, too. When she broke up with Tim, I thought I had a chance. But she didn't want me either. Fraser, I have to leave now. You're not leaving. You can never leave. Like Sarah. Let go! You're choking me! No! For God's sake, please! Tim! Help! Quiet, woman! You're all alike. You all want to leave. Stop! Fraser, this is crazy. Just let me go! You're just like my mother. She put on a good act. I love you, Fraser. You're my little man, Fraser. Then she left. Just walked out on us. She didn't care about me either. I thought she died. No, she didn't. But you will. Why? Sarah? It can't be. This is some kind of trick. How'd you do that? How'd you make her voice? Stay away from me. Calm down. I'm not going to hurt you. Just put that down. Stay back. Could have been perfect. You ruined everything. No. Oh, God. Fraser? Fraser? Oh, God. 911, what is your emergency? Last box. Car's loaded. Thanks, Jen, for coming back here with me. I couldn't face it on my own. You're a lot stronger than you think, Chloe. You surprised me. I surprised myself. It's such a beautiful place. You'd never think such horrible things happened here. What's that? Just the wind in the chimney. 
I heard it the first day when he... When Fraser showed me around. Maybe that was Sarah, too. Come on. Let's get out of here. Want to drop by Tim's on the way? No. I'll see him at rehearsal tomorrow. Can you give me a minute? Okay. I'll be in the car. Sarah, thanks for warning me. It's all over now. He can't hurt anyone anymore. You can leave. Find a more peaceful place. You're free now, Sarah. Free. Intercom by Newfoundland writer Gail Collins. Tonight we heard Sherry Smith, Jessica Wall, Deborah Allen, Marty Burt, Kevin Curran, Genevieve Steele, Joe Wynn, and Jamie Bradley. Music was by David Burton, with the Blue Engine String Quartet performing. Script editor is Beverly Cooper, with production in Halifax by Peggy Hemsworth and Pat Martin. I'm Eleanor Wachtel, and you're listening to CBC Radio 1. Hi, everyone. The holiday season is upon us, and I'll be glued to the telly for BritBox on many a night. I've already shared with you the fact that I keep up with Father Brown and Poirot at BritBox. I also check out their new stuff, like the new series Archie, which tells the story of Archie Leach, otherwise known to millions of filmgoers as Cary Grant. This story comes from his daughter, Jennifer Grant, and ex-wife Diane Cannon. It's a series. The performance of Jason Isaacs, who plays Cary Grant, is top-notch. I highly recommend it. You can only find it on my favorite TV, BritBox. Sign up to BritBox today to stream Archie and other fan favorites today from any device. I have a special, limited-time offer for my U.S. and Canadian listeners. Get 50% off your first month when you sign up for a monthly plan, but only if you go to BritBox.com and use my promo code 1001STORIES at checkout. Don't wait. Get 50% off your first month. Just use promo code 1001STORIES at BritBox.com. Try it. You'll like it. Tonight on Deep Night. 
Jonathan, wake up. Door is open. Jonathan? Where are you? Are you out there? Answer me! This isn't funny! Looks like a cantaloupe. I guess he's out getting wood. Jonathan's right, this book is in great shape. If I don't take this child with me, thought Alice, they're sure to kill it in a day or two. It's fairly violent. Oh, crap. Die on me, fire. There be something in here besides children's lit. Anything. A recipe book. Oh, very funny, Jonathan. <clears throat> Leave that stupid doll alone and get in here. You left the door open. I nearly froze to death. You think I don't know it's you? Mysterious whispers in the shadows, the wind in the branches, the drifting snow, perhaps. Once we leave all the noise of our daily lives behind, the mystery of these whispers can also entice. But then again, the enticement itself may be a lure, and the mystery a scrumptious crumb laid out as bait for the tempted, but unsuspecting. Here is Pig and Pepper by Emma Roberts. on the wrong road. Is this the best map you could find? It's the only map, Laura. Why are we lost? Max, I know exactly where we are. I'm gonna chuck that phone out the window. Max, sweetie, this is a holiday, remember? Holiday means no work. Yeah, just let me tie up some loose ends before I lose the signal. This is the last call, I swear. You turn the music down? Max Turnbull. Max Turnbull. Shut up. Hello. Ever notice how his voice looks? Like he's reading the news? Max Turnbull. Max Turnbull. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Twits, this is important. Yeah, hello. It's a stay of proceedings. Can't you handle two days on your own? 
No gas stations, no restaurants, nothing but trees. Yeah, I'm going to an eco-lodge. The elders call this nature, urban princess. No phones, no lights, organic toilets. What the hell's an organic toilet? Yeah, this weekend was my buddy's idea. It's a composting toilet. Yeah, I've known him since university, but this granola phase is fairly new. Is it a real toilet, or isn't it? Yes, Laura, it is a real toilet. Uh, hell no, for our honeymoon we aren't leaving civilization, thank you very much. Just tell him to file... Hello? Hello? Crap. Folks, we're officially out of touch. Good. Now maybe you can navigate. Let me see the map. Forget the map. Didn't you bring your GPS thingy? You said we were back to nature. My knapsack's full of natural fibers and rune stones. You know, you guys are what's wrong with this planet. Sorry, okay? I just think we're lost. Look, here it is. Next turn. Here. Here! Chase me through the trees in your loincloth. Did you remember to pack your wood nymph outfit? Is this my vomit bag? Get a goddamn room. You have to carry all this on our backs? I forgot to pack the Sherpa. Jonathan, you go deal with the skis. We'll get the gear. Fine. Is it me, or is he on a short fuse? Well, you would be, too, if you found your fiancé under your thesis advisor. It's too soon. Helene hasn't even moved out yet. Well, what choice is there? We booked this weekend six months ago. You want to lose a thousand bucks? No, but I'm not thrilled about spending three of my hard-earned vacation days with Mr. Pissed-Off Single Guy, either. We should have set him up with someone. Who? I don't know. Someone to think about besides Helene. Which one of your friends do you hate enough? True. This is our weekend. Am I right? You are right, my love. So we'll stay in, drink ourselves comatose, and pray Jonathan meets a nice Greenpeace activist. Call his own. <laughs> is there a phone in our cabin? There's a phone over there by the newspaper box. Why would you need a newspaper out here? For the personals. An hour, hour and a half. If I'd known we'd be skiing for three hours, I would have rented a snowmobile. God, it's desolate out here. Well, some hermit didn't think so. Look. It's a rotten old shack. Big deal. I don't remember there being a cabin here. A lot of history in that place, I'll bet. Oh, Jonathan... Jonathan, come on. You said we have to check in before three. Hey, come look. This place was left in a hurry. We're freezing to death. Let's go. Where's your sense of adventure? It's frozen, just like the rest of me. The trail is forking, Jonathan. Which way do we go? Hold on. Left, right, into the trees? Hold on. Guys, you're so impatient. Where did you get that map? It's based on my knowledge of the area. Based on? Hey, maybe a map from the lodge would have been helpful, huh? One that was based on fact? I know exactly where 
exactly where I am. Can we move inland a bit? The wind is slicing Look, you do through. this every time. Remember that map to the cottage up north? Nearly drove us into a goddamn lake. A flood was an act of God. Beat your chest indoors, please. I can't take this wind. Look, if we go inland now, we just have to come back down later. Sally's right on the water. Oh, it's a chalet now. Sounds mighty capitalist. Don't tree-huggers sleep on straw and drink distilled compost? You sound like Helene. Misinformed, ignorant, but self-righteous enough to criticize. You almost married her, remember? Guys! Max. What? She was our friend, too. Yeah, let's hope your engagement works out better than mine, buddy. Max, let's just ski. You don't know where you're going. Neither do you! Any direction away from you is just fine. Whoa! Snowbank dropped out from under him. Max! Max! Where is he? I can't see him. He's down there. All twisted up like something out of Cirque du Soleil. Is this funny to you? No. I'm just very inappropriate under stress. Ah. Max, we'll be right there, baby. Get your skis off and help me get him back up here. I'm coming. Keep your hair on. Oh, I think my ankle broke. Don't try to move. Just relax. Let's get him back to the cabin. We'll light a fire. Fine, help me up. No, you need a doctor. We, we should keep moving. Try to make it back to the car. Uh, I'm not sure you realize how much this hurts. Max, God knows how long that cabin's been there. It could be full of animals, disease. <laughs> You're being irrational. It's, it's four walls and a roof. Take me back to the cabin, and then Jonathan can go back to the parking lot and call an ambulance. It is an emergency. Okay, fine, I'm vetoed. Can you carry him on your back? He's gained 30 pounds since first year. Oh, shut your mouth. Pick me up. Okay, okay, relax. Here, I'll piggyback you. Oh, oh, there goes my kidney, fat man. Shut up! up onto the porch. Ah, oh, careful. careful. You're dead weight. I got, okay, I've got the railing. I had the railing. Are you sure about this? What if this place is completely rotten? What if you drop right through the floor? It's only temporary. <sighs> okay, honey. Let's get you inside. All right, easy, easy. And I'll look for wood. What the hell? Broken plates everywhere. Do you guys hear that? Hear what? I, I just heard a doll or something. Oh. Oh. No, it's okay. Here it is. Listen. That doll's been in the snow for eons. I just heard it talk. I stepped on it and it talked. Okay, okay, easy, buddy. Lose it yet. Ah. Why don't we get that fire started? Look, I was not hallucinating. I, I heard it talk. Okay, okay, it talked. You two think I'm hearing things? No, no, we're just deaf. I'll go call the ambulance. 
It'll be dark in an hour. Let Jonathan go. I'm the fastest skier. You're not that fast. And he's the one who got us lost in the first place. There's nothing wrong with that map. Your map belongs in the combustible toilet. Composting toilet. Same goddamn difference. Okay, you guys yell a bit, get it out. In the meantime, I'm going to be useful. Oh, Laura. Jonathan, get the fire going. Want me to go after her? What makes you think you'd catch her? Oh, it's freezing in here. Light the fire. Did you bring any painkillers? I've got St. John's wort. Yeah, of course you do. It's the fireplace is intact. Yeah, this chair will burn. There's some uh, kids' books on the floor over here. We can use that for paper. Ow! Where are the matches? Uh, here. When I get home on Tuesday, I have to buy all new stuff. Oh, yeah? How come? The only thing that's mine is the futon. Not the sheets or the pillows, even. Oh, and the dining room table. That's mine, too. But Helene bought the chairs. She'll take it all, too. She won't even leave me a roll of toilet paper. It's too bad. Out of all your girlfriends, Helene's the only one I didn't feel like arming myself against. That's a hell of an endorsement. Ah, heat. You got a thing for antisocial women. Admit it. Bull. Oh, please. That one with the bolt through her nose that was addicted to cough syrup? I had to get a tetanus shot. Naomi had chronic bronchitis. And a personality disorder. She nearly bit my ear off. You shouldn't have poured her cough syrup down the drain. Helene was normal. Friendly, nice, smart, beautiful. She never gave me the evil eye when I ate meat. Never complained, not even when you drove us into the lake. That flood was an act of God. But too bad she cheated on me. Yeah, that part does suck. thought she was the one. You'll find somebody better. Yeah, yeah, maybe I will. Look at this place. Toys, books. What was this, a daycare? There's cutlery rusting in the sink. These dishes have been sitting here unwashed for years. Baby food jars. What's the expiry date? No, no. But here's the good housekeeping from 1958. Mmm, delicious. I have some raisins in my knapsack if you're hungry. Uh, better than rancid baby mush. Laura. Frere Jaca, Frere Jaca, dormez-vous, dormez-vous, sonne la matina, sonne. It better be an after-dinner howl. Sonne la matina, sonne la matina. Ding, dang, dong. Ding, dang, dong. Look at this copy of Alice in Wonderland. Beautiful. Illustrated. Mint condition. I should put it on eBay. It's not yours. 
I speak severely to my boy. I beat him when he sneezes, for he can thoroughly enjoy the pepper when he pleases. Uh, hard to believe it's a kid's book, though. Look, don't worry. She'll be fine. Wake me up when Laura gets back. Did you hear that? Huh? Sound like crying. That stupid doll again? No, it was. Wind, I guess. Max? Max? How can he sleep at a time like this? What is that? Is that a kid? mile radius and it's out of order? You're kidding, right? Jonathan, wake up. Door's open. Jonathan? Where are you? Are you out there? Answer me! This isn't funny! He's out getting wood. Jonathan's right. This book is in great shape. If I don't take this child with me, thought Alice, they're sure to kill it in a day or two. It's fairly violent. Oh, crap. Don't die on me, fire. Something in here besides children's lit. Anything. A recipe book. <laughs> Very funny, Jonathan. <laughs> Leave that stupid doll alone and get in here. You left the door open. I nearly froze to death. You think I don't know it's you? Uh, 
I apologize for the phone. You know, this trail doesn't get much use anymore. Most folks travel the new road. Ranger, there's a new road? No, new by our standards. Built six or seven years ago. <sighs> I knew his map was crap. What was that? Nothing. It's up here on the lake. There! There's the cabin! Door's wide open. Max? Max, we're here! Miss Latham, please don't go inside. Why not? Well, this cabin's held together with spit and cobwebs. One wrong step and the whole thing could cave in on your head. He was fine when we were in there before. Oh, please, for my own peace of mind... You wait out here for a moment. I'll go uh, check on them. Huh? Well, okay. Where are they coming out? Max? Jonathan! Well, my guess is they're both asleep. Just, uh, wait here, huh? Uh, uh, there's no one in here, Miss Latham. How can you tell standing in the doorway? Max? Jonathan? Please, don't go in. Don't be ridiculous. The fire is still smoldering. There's a book on the chair. Alice in Wonderland. Uh, don't touch that. Sorry. That's Max's jacket. Uh, they, they must have tried to make it back to the car, and we, we missed them somehow on the trail. Oh, that makes no sense. Max wouldn't leave without his jacket. All their stuff is still here. Max's knapsack, Jonathan's mittens. Something's happened. Uh, let's not panic. I'll get on the horn and call search and rescue right now. Now, you can go warm up at the office while we search the woods. Thank you, Ranger, but I'd rather be involved. No, call me Bernie. I promise I'll do my best for you. I got your message, Bernie. Is there news? Uh, yes, I wanted to see you in person. Three days of whiteouts and minus 35, Laura... We're calling it off. You're quitting? I'm sorry, but we turned over every rock in that forest. So what now? That's it? Tough luck? We might find something once the snow thaws. The lady at the B&B &B knows all about that place. Who? Agatha? She told me the family that owned that cabin took off and left their kid alone in the woods. Oh, Agatha's an old girl, or a few cookies short of a jar, know what I mean? She said the little girl had Down syndrome. Agatha used to be the librarian. She's read one too many mystery novels. The little girl starved to death, Agatha said. Well, did she now? Agatha said, us fogies in town don't go out there. It's a cruel place. Agatha doesn't goddamn go anywhere, which is too damn bad for the rest of us. Is it true? It's a small town, Laura. People are pretty similar. Anyone different tends to draw a fire, becomes grist for the gossip mill and whatnot. Well, that family, you know, all ducks, coal, didn't mix much. People like Agatha don't like that. So you did know them? Laura, I, I know how hard this is for you. Just answer me. To have them vanish like that with no word, no sign, it, it kind of leaves you vulnerable. Makes you, it makes you lose your faith in logic. Now, some old biddy tells you a story. Suddenly, any explanation is better than nothing. You still haven't answered me. Yes or no? What, what, what does this have to do with your fiancé and his friend? They're missing. If you have information, let's have it. Wait, I don't know anything more than you do. Really, Bernie? Are you sure about that? Of course. I think I should go back to that cabin. Uh, no, that's not a good idea. Why not? Is the little girl in the woods going to eat me? Look, I'm sorry for your loss, Laura. Truly, I am. Isn't that a bit premature? Oh, minus 35, no jacket. What do you mean, just forget about them? After three days? Uh, of course not, but...
try to accept that things don't always tie up nicely. We'll do all we can in the spring. Not good enough. Uh, Laura, wait. Max? Max? I can't stand it. What was the last thing I said? Something banal. I never should have left you here. What was the last thing you touched? This book? Jonathan would have loved this. Alice set the little creature down and felt quite relieved to see it trot away quietly into the wood. If it had grown up, it would have made a dreadfully ugly child. But it makes rather a handsome pig, I think. I lobbied hard for that new road, Laura. Bernie. I thought she'd stop if there was no one here, but... Then the eco-lodge arrived, the woods started crawling with tourists... What happened here? You have to tell me. Please. My dad threw her doll into the woods. What? My dad threw her doll into the woods. She went after it. She was just a little girl. She didn't understand anything about what she was. Everything was a game. He threw the doll into the woods, then pushed us into the car... I saw her running after us. She was still laughing. Was she... Was this your family? My sister was my father's biggest humiliation. People forgot everything else about him except her. Agatha called him that poor man with the mongoloid. He'd come back from town seething. My sister never cottoned on. She'd just smile and gurgle. The only time she ever got upset was when he called her Piggy. He'd show her the picture of the baby who was really a pig. She'd cry. She hates that book. Bernie, what... What is that noise? She'll be here soon, Laura. You have to go. This is insane. Where's Max? He's gone. He's never coming back. You have to go, Laura. Now. Max wouldn't have wanted you to stay here. Bernie, let's get out of here. I'm responsible for this. You were just a little boy. I'm going to do what I should have done 45 years ago. I'm going to stay with her. Bernie, no. Stop pushing me. Bernie, I'm not leaving you here. Get out and, and keep running. Bernie, no. You don't have to do this. I'm here. Pig and Pepper, conceived and written by Emma C. Roberts. In the cast, Tracy Michaelitis was Laura. 
Ben Carlson was Max, Dylan Smith was Jonathan, and Dennis O'Connor was Bernie the Ranger. Sunday Muse was the ghost. The casting director was Linda Grierson. The script editor was Beverly Cooper. Original music was composed and performed by Kathy Nozati. The associate producer was Colleen Woods. The recording engineer was Greg DeClute, and sound effects were by Anton Zabo. Pig and Pepper was produced by Marcia Johnson. The executive producer was James Roy. Next, on Deep Night. Not all the trolls lurk beneath bridges in the dead of night. Some haunt the radio waves, enticing the unwary with offers of brief, late-night radio stardom, only to consume them in fiendish gulps. But you know what they say. What goes around, comes around. Even for trolls. Especially in deep night. 103.7 FM, Jade Radio. Your life, your city, your station. <laughs> Who's this? Um, boy, jeez. Um, well, you won't remember me. You won't remember me, that's for sure. But, um, I remember you. Yeah, Jeffrey Kellerman. I remember you. Who is this? Uh, You see, you don't know. I knew you wouldn't. You guys are good. I think you'll find you can't cut me off there, Jeffrey. <laughs> really <Sorry>. good. <laughs> yeah, that must be excruciating for you, because it's all about control with you, isn't it, Jeffrey? <sighs> the idea that you don't know what's happening to you, it's just too much, isn't it? You, just, you can't take that, can you? It has to be you pulling the strings all the time. Oh, okay, I like Always the Bella Lugosi act. Manipulating the situation, even in grade six. Grade six? Yeah, with your little <laughs> group of fans. Yeah, I, I guess you had to have that even back then. Be the center of everything. Do anything for the big laugh. Make fun of other kids. Uh, hey, listen, I... Take everything to the extreme, tormenting uh, them. I don't know what you want, but... I... You know what I want, Jeffrey? What? what? I want revenge. I'm going to get my own revenge on you. You'll see. Jesus, what is this? What's happening? I, I know that voice. The chickens are coming home to roost, Jeff. That's what's happening. Rupert. Rupert Findlayson. Look, we were just little kids. You knew what I was like, how shy I was. But pick, pick, pick. At school, in the dining room, the playground, following me home, you and your little buddies. And then that morning, my dog. What you did to my dog. We were just kids, for Christ's sake. Standing across the road from our yard, calling him. Breaking bits off the candy bar, tossing them across to him. Oh, Christ. Getting him to run. Just as the truck came. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Rupert? Rupert, listen. You don't know what it was like for me then. I wasn't the way you think. 
It wasn't. Rupert. 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 Next, on Deep Night. On CBC Radio 1. Deep Night. 103.7 FM. Jade Radio. Your life. Your city. Your station. Hello. This is Matt Richardson, executive producer here at Jade. We, um... We've got something a little different for you tonight. To be quite honest, I'm not sure how to explain it. It's... It's Jeff the Spaz Kellerman's last show. Yeah, I know. We aired one two weeks ago that we said was his last, and we thought it was his last. Until a couple of days ago, when this recording surfaced. Believe me when I say we debated airing this. The stuff you're going to hear is... Well, as Freddie Gale, our technician, put it, is out there. But in the end, we decided it's what Spaz himself would have wanted. darkness falls, the unseen denizens of the night begin their nocturnal prowl. They slither through the brush, lurk in the trees, and soar invisibly through the air. And at least one has a golden set of pipes. Meet Jeffrey Spaz Kellerman, a compellingly disgusting late-night radio talk show host. 
at the peak of his career. His language is filthy, he's racist, a sexist, his opinions are outrageous and inflammatory. And if that weren't enough, he makes millions. Now maybe it's true that what goes around comes around. What that means is that there may be a lot coming Spaz's way. And perhaps tonight is the night that those demons from his past finally take flight to the airwaves. Man Radio by Leslie Mildener. A friendly word of warning. Spaz Kellerman, like so many shock jocks across North America, bars no holds. Man Radio contains intense situations and subject matter, derogatory language and profanity. It may not be appropriate for some listeners. As with all dangerous things, your caution and discretion is strongly advised. So I'm back. Jeff Spaz Kellerman. Spaz Kellerman. Radio that's in your face. And folks, you can rest easy knowing that the Spaz has not been genetically modified in any way or surgically enhanced. Damn right. Okay, you know what the show's about. You call in and tell me what's on your mind. In between calls, we'll goof around and offend a bunch of folks. How's that sound? Well, it's late night in the city of love, and I'm a rejected and lonely boy tonight. Yup, my constant companion and loyal producer, Matt Richardson, is off tending his new baby in arms. <laughs> the little ankle biter arrived last night, so being the loving da-da-da-da-da-da, he's at the hospital even as we speak. Oh. Yep. That's all the world needs. Another friggin' kid. I know, I know, I'm on a roll tonight. Unfortunately for our new technician here. Yep, we have a stand-in techie, new boy on the block, filling in for the ailing fat Freddie Gale, who's normally behind the board, and, uh... What's your name again, kid? Nate. Don't tell me, Nate. You came from one of those shitty little suburban broadcasting colleges, right? Don't answer that. <sighs> you know, this is a little bit spooky. Late at night, 22 floors up in a deserted studio. Just me and strange little Nate from nowhere. <laughs> okay, let's get to work. We got a caller. Who is it, Nate? Um, Gary? Speak to me, Gary. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Spaz. Well, it's all about this crap over the permanent site we're trying to establish for the ultimate league. For those of us who have a life, Gary, could you explain what ultimate is? Yeah, well, basically, ultimate is a game of frisbee taken to, well, the ultimate level. Anyways, it's about the proposed site. Frisbee. You play with frisbees. Is that it, Gary? Yeah, frisbees. Discs. And the thing is... How that we old wanna... are you, Gary? I'm 33? 33. 33. At 33, Jesus was on the cross. Genghis Khan had swept through Asia. Shakespeare had written his best work. And what are you doing, Gary? Running around like a nine-year-old chasing a frisbee. You know, this sport is going to go into the Do Olympics I and then... care! Piss off! Don't get mad. Damn right. Okay, let's see. We've got Raj. What's up, buddy? 
Hey, Spaz. Uh, how you doing? All right. Uh, so I just want to comment on um, on what I consider is like all this racial profiling that's happening on the borders. <laughs> racial profiling. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. I can see this coming. So, okay, so what I mean is like um, nowadays, if you're crossing the border, I mean, if you're South Asian or you look Middle Eastern, you're going to get all this hassle. Uh, right? What kind of hassle, Raj? You know, like um, like there was those two Indo-Canadian guys that were coming back from the States from their cousin's wedding. Uh -huh. You know, they got questioned for like uh, five hours or something. I mean, it makes me nervous because the way I look. Because you look like a terrorist, right? Well, no, because people think that all terrorists have the same racial characteristics. But I, you know, <laughs> Hey, listen, Raj, I got news for you. Those guys that flew those planes, I didn't see any blue-eyed, blonde Norwegians in there with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. well, well previous to 9-11, the biggest terrorist attack on the American mainland came from a white guy from Oklahoma, okay? But but they didn't decide to stop guys with crew cuts coming across the border, did they? It's racist. It's just the racial it's profiling. It's the new world order. And if it keeps us all safe, the spaz man's all for it. Personally, I think they should string razor wire from sea to shining goddamn sea to keep those psycho bastards out. And if you don't like it, you can always try one of those Michael Jackson bleach jobs. I haven't done anything to change my skin. Can't people just change? It's all just a lie. Speaking of change, it's time for... Phone fun! Phone fun! The dialing devilishly demonistic... Uh, uh, let's just piss someone off. Hello, Crisis Line. Marie speaking. Oh, oh, thank God, Marie. I really need to talk to someone. Well, that's what we're here for. Now, what's going on? It's... It's... Oh... I don't know. I'm I'm really screwed up over this. I'm I'm really. It's okay. It's okay. Just take your time. It's my buddy Jerry. He he killed himself a couple of days ago. He, oh. he cut his wrists. It was terrible. Oh God. I'm oh, so God. sorry. Were you close to him? Yes. He, he was like a brother. Oh, I'm so sorry. You must be feeling very sad. Oh, Marie, I'm turning up inside and. Right. And the worst thing is, he, he killed himself in my place. Oh, no. In my house, oh. Jesus. That, that blood, all that blood, That's you know. Terrible. Is, That's <laughs> terrible. Is there anybody Listen, close by? Listen, it's everywhere. Can... On the walls, on the carpets, everywhere. Right. Pools of blood. Listen, I think that if you That's can just why find... I wanted to call you guys, because you know, yeah. you know about the blood and the gore. You're, right. You're a goddamn angel. That's what you are, Marie. And okay. Now an just... angel from heaven, but... What I really need help with is... Yeah? Is the carpet. The, the carpet? Yeah, it was an import. Cost me almost six grand, and that asshole ruined it. Do you recommend a professional cleaner like Carpet King, or should I try to clean it myself? Okay. <clears throat> okay, yeah, that's real funny. <laughs> oh, people I love screwing with their minds. Okay, more after this in a moment. Well, that sure wasn't no ad for Burger Heaven. Uh, Nate from nowhere was probably busy playing with his uh, palm pilot.
Okay, it's time for... Fear of Rednecks! It's like this. The powers that be want us all to vacation at home. But when you do, what happens? You run into rednecks. Rural folks. Locals. Salt of the earth. You know, morons. <sighs> People who are not like you and me, folks, but are too stupid to make it in the big city. So, on fear of rednecks, we encourage you to be as rude and obnoxious as possible to country folk. For example, instead of ordering that blueberry pie they're so proud of, you tell them to shove it up there. <gasps> and the best story wins a... Uh, uh, well, who the hell knows. Okay, this is Mike on the line. Mike, what's your story? Mikey, are you there? Mikey? Wake up! Well, it looks like we probably lost... Ah, for God's sake! Someone help me! Jesus. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, is this the spaz? Yeah. <laughs> did I scare you? Hey, I did, right? Yeah, yeah, good thing I'm wearing brown pants. Ah, sorry, man, I had to do that. You know, the spaz. I mean, I had to. <laughs> My girlfriend dared me. You must be a match made in heaven, asshole. Okay, Mikey, what's your story? Well, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, me and some buddies went camping and we stopped at this store that had all these, what do they call them, uh, you know, homemade craft shit and stuff. So we just started grabbing all... Hey, Mikey. Shit for brains. The gag's over, okay? Okay. So it's goodbye to Mikey. Get off the line, Mike. Nate! Nate! Hey, Dickless. You asleep at the board? You're opening the wrong files, for Christ's sake. Sorry? Jesus! Uh, uh, a little technical problem there, folks. Seems uh, Nate from nowhere had a brain aneurysm. Spaz Kellerman, radio that tears your head off! It's probably the most trying time any family can face. It comes without warning, bringing a tidal wave of emotions that threatens to overwhelm. But when it does, call Pleasant Haven Memorial Homes. We're there when you need us. Okay, well... I'd say our guys in sales sure got our demographic wrong with that one. Is it Halloween and nobody told me, or have I taken that many drugs? Nate. Nate. Did they tell you? Tell me? The coffee, Nate. You bring me my coffee. Coffee? Yes, Nate. I'm the famous radio show host, and you're the gopher, so go get me some friggin' coffee already. Black, no sugar. <laughs> He's slow, but psychic. Yes, that's right, Sparky. Okay, is there anything else you need? Some health touch therapy. No, just get me some coffee! Okay, but there's someone who wants to talk to you. No lights flashing, Nate. No lights means no callers, buddy. Didn't you learn Jeffrey? that? Jeffrey? Jeffrey? Is, uh, is this who I think it is? Yes. Kids, looks like mom's home. Guess who's calling the show? It's the missus. Well, 
The ex, missus. And which one of you little monkeys put her up to it, huh? Hello, Karen, what's up? You know what's up. I've been trying to contact you for weeks. Oh, I'm sorry, Money Penny. I've been on a secret government mission. I'm sorry you have to hear this, folks. You may have gathered we're estranged. Honey, can't this wait till I get home? Sayonara! Don't try to Jesus, cut me off. Jesus, what the... Ugh. Okay, looks like you've got me, sweetheart. The world is listening. Good. Then they'll know what a bastard you are. Ooh. And they should know you're five months behind in child support. Well, it looks like they knew now. Okay. Okay, you want this? You want this now? Listen to this, folks. Inside the world of Spaz Kellerman. Karen, you want to know why I'm five Jeffrey, months behind? Jeffrey, you think that Because you can get every out... time I sit down to write that check for the spawn of my loins designed to keep the wolf from his door, I keep seeing him in his $3.2 million house with his new L.A. record producer daddy, and I think, why the hell it should I be sending who money? Now. You are legally bound to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, Here's the truth, guys. You want to know the truth? It's all part of the growing feminist-dominated oh, conspiracy sake, against... So Men, you're the one who left, sweetheart. Oh, shall we tell your fans why I left? Hey, why not? We're the on lying, a roll. The deceit, the womanizing, justified Nate. by your nonstop rage against everyone yeah, and everything. Yeah, 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 give it to me. My ratings are going through the roof. Jesus. Jesus. Well, my theory stands, huh? You don't hear women being hunted down for child support. You're not being... Hunted. I am being hunted. Me and thousands of other guys just because we're guys. Okay. Okay, Jeff. If it's so important for you to be at war, then we will be. Bring on the lawyer's baby. That was, that was fun. I mean, we sh we should do that again sometime. Uh, Nate from nowhere. Hey, hey, shit for brains. I don't know where the studio found you, but you screw with me again like that, and I'll, I'll throw you out the goddamn window. Nate. <sighs> Seems Nate got lost getting the coffee. I knew I should have asked him to multitask, folks. I I weep for the future. He's a jerk, he's a jerk, he's a great big jerk. Basically, the guy's a jerk. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.